Jack Black. Jack Black. Jack Black Jack is Black. an actor. Mark already followed our podcast on Instagram. Mark? Mark Menses. Mark Menesis. Mark Menses. Mark Menesis. Jack Black. Mark Menesis. Mark Menesis. You have Jack to, Black when you're podcast. podcasting, you have to like enunciate. You know what I mean? Yes. I've num- never mumbled in my life. Jack Black is an actor. Jack we Black is Jack an Black. actor. Black, Jack, Black, Jack, Jack, right. Black, Jack, Black. I think we're warmed up. Um, is your guest coming soon? Uh, so last week we had Ben Hosley on uh, from Blank yeah, Check. I think it was really good. I, I like the dynamic of having a guest. Yeah. And- yeah, he was great. Um, you know, Blank Check gets a lot of listens. I think we'll get a lot. Uh, maybe we'll get some from him. Um, Ride fingers that crossed. for um, a minute. Yeah. And you did book him last week, and I sort of thought we had settled on the dynamic of you would be that I would be the guests. booker. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I have I another. You know, you know, I have another podcast, right? You know, like I, <laughs> like I book another podcast yeah, every week. Like, that's, I guess that's why true, would I do all of it for this one? You know, um, like it is my passion project. I, I mean, when I was in uh, Chicago, rest in peace. I at one point had five podcasts at a time, and um, yeah, well, no one needs that. And yeah, no one listened to them, but and uh, that's why so, I thought like and maybe that's when like I, a, and I did know, Classroom like Crush, and all of like a sudden, a little bit. my episode got. I mean, it's probably one of the top. 10 episodes of Classroom Crush. Listen, listens. I'm not going to... I'm just saying, I once I saw the the what you were capable of getting as a podcast host, like the people you got... So you're using sort of me. Thing. I'm not using you. Mm, okay. Um, but I do need you to do a lot of things for me. So... Like what I'm, getting what famous I'm, guests. Like, what I'm learning now is that you're a fame whore, and I'm supposed well, to just get the famous people on the podcast... To like make our podcast, you know, I want our yeah. podcast to succeed, but also I'm on my fucking, I'm, I'm like, like, you know what this is? This is a straw that is, that might break a camel's back okay, because you know yeah. what? I'm tired. I was wondering why you're holding the straw. And I, <laughs> I do have a little straw between my fingers, index and thumb. And then there's and a camel there and it looks like it's in pain. And I have a lot going on. One more thing. I have a lot going on it. and I don't know. I mean, I expected you to, I mean, I wanted you to be my co-host because yes. I thought you would maybe respect me and respect mm-hmm. the form and respect Jack. Yeah. And I thought I, I wanted you to be my co-host cause I thought you could introduce me to famous people. So, and I'm not, not willing to do that. I just can't do it every fucking week, Richie. Okay. Um, well we'll do better next week. I'll message, uh, that penis CK comedian followed me on Twitter. Do you want me to get her? No. Okay. Uh, that's all I've got. You know what you are right now to me? What? Dead man walking. <laughs> 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 Jack, 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 Jack,
we've no we never did improv to get that wasn't improv that was real sorry this is actually <laughs> we're not even gonna get into it um we I'm you, we mad. were in cic no one cares about at this the same time <laughs> no one cares about so, this uh, feral mike feral walsh are you listening feral you Knock do follow three me times on if you are on twitter <laughs> Oh God! It's the podcast. It's jacking off with Rebecca and Richie, and I'm yes. Rebecca, and you are famously Richie. Richie, yes. and we're here to jack off about the best movies of all time, which are of course the, the ones, ones that, star that feature Jack Black. Jack Black and star, you know, because anything he's in, he's a star of, including this film, including this film, which which is, is man walking, dead <laughs> <is>, man walking. <laughs> God, that makes me laugh. Uh, woo! That last week was very fun with Ben Hosley, it and we was. do hope that all of the Blank Check fans are listening and they're like, "What is this? Yeah, my new favorite podcast. I, I hate Blank like, Check oh, I now. I really liked it last week. We yeah. hate Blank Check now. We hate Blank Check. And hopefully, this will be the my new favorite thing. And yeah. hopefully, it is because everyone who's been listening to Blank Check has just kind of been like, "But when are they going to talk about Jack? But when mm-hmm. are they going to talk about Jack? And we're right. here to do that. Have they talked about a uh, Jack? Oh, they've talked the about the holiday. Talked about the holiday. They've talked about Mars attacks. Yes, is that which it? I think uh, that you know that's why I'm always petitioning them to do Peter Jackson so we could do we could mm. we could talk Kong. But I went and made a podcast for myself that I could talk <laughs> fucking Kong all day. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk Kong. But Boy, today, when are we gonna talk Kong? <laughs> in like eight time. years. Yeah. Today we're talking definitively not Kong. Um, no, we're talking fucking. Dead man walking. You heard it here first. And the guy who got to say that, I hope he, you know, I mean, you could tell he was like, all right, here it comes. Yep. Titular, titular line. This is the, the line that everyone's going to be quoting for years to come. Honestly, when I saw it and I saw him say that, I went, oh, it's the movie. <laughs> it's like that Twitter thing where the guy talks to his girlfriend in the theater and says something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't <laughs> you know, know what you mean, about. but... Um, someone else does show it to me. Okay, cool. Uh, it's a whole, it's, you know, we're loving humor online. Mm-hmm. Richie, uh, just right off the bat, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to go crazy, but, um, oh, wait, should we just go through the movie first? I was going to say, um, what do you think of this movie? But, uh, well, first of all, we have to say, sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's okay. Go I ahead. asked a question and then I decided to answer myself. First of all, we do have to say, this is the reunite the, the reunited and feels so good, mm-hmm. Mr. This Jackie is, Jack. This is Jack and Tim back Jeff together and Tim again. Back at it again, uh, in a depressing movie. Yeah, and the year is nineteen ninety five. Yeah, I was so unaffected by this movie. Really? Yeah, I felt like I was like, okay, serious film. Capital yeah. F I nominated for L-M-E. all the Oscars that year. Yes, except for Best Picture. Hmm. This is one of the first, one of the only times that, um, in recent history, that Best uh, Director, uh, Lead Actor, and Lead Actress were all nominated, and it was not a Best Picture nominee. Hmm. Crazy times in '95. Yeah, fast um, times in '95. Fast times of '95, <laughs> and this does get a get an Oscar. Mrs. Um, uh, Susan, Susan Sarandon, Sarandon who. Does she deserve it? Um, I think she's good in it. She's good in it. 
I think I looked at who else she was nominated against, and I'd never heard of any of the other movies. So I was like, "Never heard of Bridges of Madison County." I've heard of it, but honestly, <laughs> yeah, it could I don't yeah. I don't know if it's about a bridge, <laughs> <laughs> a chick be. named Madison, <laughs> <laughs> a county fair. <laughs> I also haven't seen Bridges of Madison County, but I just know it's a movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's like I know of it, but it's ma- I barely knew of this movie. Yeah, maybe I'd seen it in the old Hollywood Video selection, but I don't know. I mean, it just. Well, it's a fine movie. It's a good movie. It is a technically good movie. I felt personally some issues of pacing and mostly sad. But unfortunately, Sean Penn is doing some very good acting. I Mm. think I was like, man, he's really acting out here. And he's got this fucking hair that is driving Uh, me insane. I hate it. I typed in my notes, Sean Penn looks like shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he is a death row inmate. He should look like shit, but he doesn't look like shit in the right way. No, yeah. Like, he's just... He looks like a well-put-together piece of shit. Honestly, it's just, like, the wispy hairs of the Mm -hmm. mustache. I'm looking at them every time he's on screen, and I'm just, like, imagining, like, a fetish... A fetish... A fantasy. I was between fetish and fantasy. Mm -hmm. That my fantasy is just just to go in there with some little scissors and snip, snip. Like I'm thinking of that every time I see his goddamn face. Mm -hmm. Is because because it's the hair that just like goes over. It has a life beyond his skin. (laughs) Has a life beyond his skin. Sorry, I really got a kick out of that. Um, Do I think it's his real? Yeah. Do you think it's his real facial hair? Because I feel like it's not. I feel like um, had style it should it be way. illegal for any man's hair to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and if your hair does that, get out of my face. Um, so I hope it's fake. I hope for all, you know, just, just, I don't want to, I don't want to live in a world where it's a possibility that one comes on upon that naturally, <laughs> you know? Um, should we talk about what the movie is though? Real yeah. Quick? Yeah, sure. Um, this is a movie about a nun who gets uh Helen another movie with a, someone named Helen Waterworld wow wow 1995 year of the Helens year of the Helen. <laughs> um and uh so she's a nun she gets i guess fan mail <laughs> she's like yeah she's she's you, you know this guy's like, hey, listen, I'm on death row. I'm going to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm very sad on death row. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very serious movie. <laughs> it is, but also, like, I don't know. Um, yeah, so she's like, I guess I'll go talk to this death it's row It's in Louisiana. Everyone talking like this. Mm-hmm, very Cajun movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she gets a thing from a, from a guy, death row. She's like, I'm a nun. Mm-hmm. I'll check this out. Yeah, I guess I'll go. Has she ever been before? No. No. And then we, well, here's the thing. This movie's got a fucking stacked cast. Yes, though. a lot of good character actors. So many good character actors. Let's, and one of them is Scott Wilson, who I find he, very handsome. Who's Scott Wilson? Who's Scott Wilson is the um, chaplain that's basically like, a, a woman is never gone on uh, to death he, row and talking Herschel to it. from The Walking Dead? Yes, exactly. Cool. I find him very handsome and dignified, even though he's kind mm-hmm. of playing like, a bad he's not bad but he's just like do you need help sweetie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> to this nun we got robert prosky also let's just go through a list of people in this damn thing yes robert prosky we got raymond j barry who i love he plays earl delacroix which you know is a, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. i should actually tell we should actually say what the movie is before um i go through the cast it's fine i'm good at podcasting today uh, it's just a death Death Row inmate asks a nun for help and uh, she does it. And it's based off of 
uh, true an actual stories. true story book written by this nun. Um, whose name is Helen. Mm-hmm. And this and but this nun is different. She's not wearing the habit or whatever. She's like, mm-hmm. um, but sir, like, uh, Scott Wilson is like, why aren't you wearing your habit? And she's like, we don't do that anymore. Get woke. And he's like, okay, seems disrespectful. <laughs> um, uh, but the so basically, Sean Penn plays Matthew Poncelet, who is yeah. the death row inmate. And he is in jail for, you guessed it, murder and, and? rape, which yep. we love to see in film when mm-hmm. people have been doing rape. And, uh, you know, Sean Penn's never been accused of anything. And it's fine. And it's actually that this is just like a testament to how good he is as an actor. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot, you know, that he's yeah. pulling from that. It's like, where like, would where you ever know that from? rage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he is very good in this movie. (laughs) I mean, I can't lie. He is very good. Um, Um, which is not necessarily good. Does not feel nice. I also, I, I, maybe I just don't know what makes a good actor, but I was like, "Mm, he's fine. I think, well, I I just think his last scenes are very good because those are like the Oscar moment. Like I'm facing death scene. Spoiler Mm -hmm. alert. He gonna die. And yeah. death row. Lethal I injection. I thought that he would get out and that he was actually innocent for a second. And then I was yeah. just like, even if he wasn't, as, like the whole thing is like, why, if she, why is she Death penalty this? is bad. Yeah. It, is, and it is, is what it is. It is. Um, although I will say with this man in particular, who is a white supremacist. Oh, absolutely. Um, monster who killed and raped a, a, a woman. Um, and and, uh, and killed a, a man and, and, and raped a, man. a woman. Yeah. Um, Maybe we have the death penalty work on this one. <laughs> well, that's the that's if the age old question, isn't it? Thing. No, that's the thing is like he's out here trying to get help from Susan Sarandon, um, who is at the time Tim Robinson's partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have split sense. You know what I just realized because of this movie is that fucking cute guy Miles in Blockers. You seen Blockers? Mm-hmm. That's the son of Susan Sarandon and t- and Tim Robbins. What? Miles Guthrie Robbins or whatever the fuck. I was like, okay, here I was thinking a cute, young, up-and-coming actor. How nice. And it's like, oh, yeah, you have two mm. mega star parents. Of course you're a movie star now. And he looks like them, too. He does. Like, it all made sense. You I do think he's talented. picture of him in drag? I haven't seen, but is, is it going to make me sexually attracted? Yes. He is very hot. He's very hot. And he's dating mm-hmm. the girl from Blockers, which is cute. Um, oh, he is? Yeah. Which one? The one that he's like dating in the movie. The girl who's cool. in Geraldine. She's Geraldine. in Miracle Workers. Sweet, yeah. Good show, Miracle Great Workers. Great show. Not enough people watch Miracle Workers. Do you know? Okay, maybe I cut this. Do you know that my LA crush works for Miracle Workers? I know I do. <laughs> the one that I never talked to? Okay. Mm. Okay, so we have some classroom crush crossover here. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so yeah, like he, she's here trying to help him, like get an appeal, whatever. Because he's been in jail for six years and has, you know, learned from books. Mm-hmm. But then he's out here doing all these media interviews, mm-hmm. being like, "Oh, Hitler had some good points," and mm-hmm. blah blah. And the thing is, as I was watching this, I was like, "Hmm, another Tim Robbins movie that's like weirdly relevant." And it's like, "Oh yeah, unfortunately, racism is truly always relevant." It seems, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like. And we do, he, he does like, uh, end, end up in, in like the last few scenes, we see him in a short sleeve shirt because he's wearing a long sleeve shirt most of the time. Yep. And you see freaking swastikas, baby. We got yeah. lots of tattoos. And um, so, yeah, he's a bad guy. He does say the N word 
like four yes. times when we're first introduced to him. And that's just him. how things were back then. So yeah. it's okay. In the nineties. Mm-hmm. And of course she is, uh, she like works in, uh, like poor town, poor, I was gonna say towns. Where is a town? She works with, you know, young black kids and mm-hmm. she like teaches. And yeah. so she's like woke and not a racist, but is willing to sort of, she's like, she has a couple scenes where she's like, uh, you know, but do you even talk, have you ever like met a black person and blah, blah, like trying to mm-hmm. sort of trying to be like, stop being racist. But yeah. you know, he's a racist. He is. Yeah. No <laughs> he's absolutely a racist. Um, but yeah, we're not sh- completely sure the whole time if he actually did these things. Right. He's like, get a lie detector test. I want my mom to know that mm-hmm. I didn't do it. And then right at the end, he tells her he did it. Yeah. And there are some pretty graphic, brutal uh, flashback scenes Not of for the, the faint night. Of heart. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it is a lot. Um, yeah, but you know what? <laughs> it was a nice little, little, uh, uh, just like a little stress reliever for me in those scenes. As I was mm-hmm. like. <gasps> It's Peter Sarsgaard plays yeah. Walter Delacroix, mm-hmm. the the male victim. I'm like, look at him. He looks so cute. And that like, took notes, me out of it for a second. I wrote no, in my notes, oh no, Peter Sarsgaard is the dead guy. <laughs> it's his first movie. Oh, good for him. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> he's great. He does nothing in this movie really besides get murdered. That's true. Um, but he's very cute. You get a little glimpse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, remember, if you're ever thinking of murdering, sometimes the person's cute and don't murder them. That's true. Um. But yeah, yeah, this movie. I love Peter Sarsgaard. Uh, me too. An, I education. Love an education. Yeah. <gasps> I knew we'd be friends for for life. So good. Um, we have and no he reason. He also hosted SNL once, and it was really funny. I love that. Um, let's go and through. You know who else hosted SNL once? Jack Black. Jack Black. Jack Black, and we'll get to it. Yep. Um. Oh yeah, so they hire a lawyer who gives a big speech about the death penalty and how it's bad, and that is Robert Prosky, and he's he's great, killing it. We love him. We stand. Prosky. We do. Uh, Raymond J. Barry is playing Earl Delacroix. That's the other whole subplot is that like the parents of the dead uh, kids, because they're like teens or whatever. Um, they're like young people. Uh, they're they're basically like, none. Susan Sarandon, how could you be helping this person when you have no interest in helping us? Like mm-hmm. the real, like the victims, blah, blah. So she kind of tries to reconcile with them a little bit. That's a whole mm-hmm. other plot. Uh, line in it and Raymond Raymond J. Barry plays Earl Delacroix the father and I love him and his little teeth and his evil kind of face you know yeah you know what I'm saying he um of the of the the three parents we see I liked him the most he's the most effective I think as far as like Mm -hmm. acting goes I was like okay because Arlie M. Ermery Ermy Arlie Ermy is that how you say Arlie Ermy Clyde Piercy, yeah. Uh, yeah, he plays the girl's father. father. <laughs> um, and I guess he has probably more of a right to be fully pissed off. Yeah, but I think I'm just like less yeah, caring less, about this yeah. like character, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, Mar- we got Margot Martindale, yes. sister Colleen. Margot Mount Martindale looking exactly the same as she does in this Never day. Never has she changed in her <laughs> entire life. And that is like what a what a a value to have as an actor you know to never look different one of my best one of my most um you know shock inducing character actor moments was we got i called him tan lawyer 
and he's the tan lawyer mm -hmm. from the other side is played by um fucking Larry Pine and guess who he is Who's Larry Pine? All right, and we're getting into it for the first time on the pod, I believe. He plays Sandy Purcell in a little show we like to call Succession, which is my favorite TV show. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's Cindy Purcell. Look wow. at that. <laughs> I can't believe that. Um, we also got Clancy Brown in a little part. We got a lot, we got a lot of things, and we got lot. Jack Black. And we have Jack Black as um, the murderer, Matthew Ponsolet's brother, Craig. See, when I saw that they had the last same name, it led me to believe like, all right, we're going to get a lot of Jack in this film. Mm -hmm. uh, no. Nope. <laughs> we get him the first time at like 21 minutes in, I yep. think. And I'm like, okay, early in the film. Here we go. Mm -hmm. That's good. Getting introduced uh, real quick. Yeah. And it is when... forty-six is what my phone says. Beautiful. It's when um, Susan Sarandon, a.k.a. Helen Nunn, um, visits Matthew Ponsolet's mother because they're like, oh... She should be at the court to like mm -hmm. help plead his case, blah, blah, blah. And we got a long haired Jack again. Uh, and honestly, he looks so in good. this movie. This is my ow, 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 horny, moment. horny moment of the week. And he's he's fixing a car mm -hmm. and he's got like a little screwdriver in his hand. She says, happy Easter. And he doesn't Which, say a word. I had to rewind. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck did she just say? There's a couple moments. There's actually one moment I would actually like to play on this podcast. Because sure. I do not know what Sean Penn says. Here. Listen, and she reacts like he said something horrifying. I am absolutely against subtitles in all ways. I hate subtitles. Mm -hmm. They're distracting to me, but I had to use them a couple times because I was like, what the fuck are these people saying? And I'm like, I think I'm usually good with accents, but this, yeah. I feel like everyone is going in on the accent mm -hmm. acting wise. Can we, can we listen to her saying happy Easter? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Here she is. She's walking up to this driveway. Happy Easter. Maybe that's why I didn't say anything. It's like, what the fuck did <laughs> what she the say? Fuck this <laughs> <laughs> Who is this bitch and what is she <laughs> saying to me? <laughs> and yeah, then he just um, kind of looks in her and then turns towards his car and listens to her. Like he's in the foreground of the shot. Right. And he's very intently listening to her talk and be like, um, I'm a friend of your, you know, your son right. to the mom. So that's, I'm like, all right, here he is. And then he disappears for how, how long? Uh, he comes back an about hour like an and hour. A half. <laughs> so yeah, an hour and like six minutes later, he comes back. Did you have a, in, 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 is your moment that you wanted to listen to between this Jack Black oh, appearance? No, it's very early. It's very early. Do yeah. you want to tell me it? Yeah, sure. Because I have it open on uh, the old Amazon Prime. did rent it. It's at uh, 9.43, I think. Okay. Yeah. The thing is, is like you can tell that Sean Penn is having the time of his life doing this accent, you know, mm -hmm. which I get it. It's kind yeah. of, it's fun. He's like, I'm fucking acting. 935, you said? 943. 943. Okay. I can listen. This is when he's talking to Helen. This yeah, is the, like their the first, first scene between the, behind the gates, the grate. He asked a lot of questions. I don't know you. Yeah, well, never mind. <laughs> what did he say? Like, yeah, well, never mind. Yeah, well, never mind. Can you try it? Yeah, well, never mind. Yeah, well, never mind. Yeah, well, never mind. I got really it's good. Sort of Boomhauer esque, right? What? It's sort of like Boomhauer from uh, King of the Hill. 
I don't. I don't watch King of the Hill, wow. and I should. Um, I, I've only seen. I'm not like a big fan, but Boomhauer's one. It's really good. I mean, I was like going over and over Jack's lines, just being like, "This is because there's one line reading that. Oh my god, it's very good." Um, oh, a funny thing is that none is rich. By the way, yeah. Matthew is poor and Old blames money. a lot of him being a murderer and rapist on being poor, which you know, being poor bad sucks you know and also like that's their big defense is like he didn't get a proper lawyer for this case like he was never properly represented Mm. he shouldn't be on death row yes absolutely like this movie is making all of the points that Mm -hmm. i completely agree with my i had like a thing when i was little that i was like it's actually my personality to be against the death penalty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever have those moments as a young child being like, I know about one thing politically <laughs> and I'm going to shout about it. No, I was more interested in dinosaurs. Oh, wow. <laughs> My things were death penalty bad uh-huh. and um, homelessness is a product of war and PTSD. And, sure. you know, like I read like one thing when I was like 10 and mm. I'm like, you should actually be nice to homeless people because you don't know why they're there. (laughs) And I saw it happen with my younger sister where she had a moment of being like, pollution is so bad and littering is bad. (laughs) And you're all right. And we're all right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think that the the, the interesting thing this movie does is that it does sort of put the death penalty onto um, somebody who is just absolutely not... um, sympathetic yeah sympathetic in any possible way yeah um even if you're like, you're like even if he was innocent of everything which i already said even mm-hmm. if he was in- innocent of everything he did i like he's a bad dude he's a bad guy and i'm like you deserve to die well what's crazy though is like the speed like the, the that's why i'm very interested in the pacing of this movie because the speed of which things start happening to this nun where it's like mm-hmm. she just came to talk to this person and now he's like yeah. here's my files you need to like uh submit in a, a part of a, 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 <laughs> you know legal terms um a plea bar uh, a yeah. pardon thing or whatever appeal there we go yeah. appeal there you go um and then she's like just all of a sudden becoming responsible for this case um and like getting him a lawyer that she knows and blah 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 and then like me but then and so those things happen to her very quickly and then i feel like it slows down so much when she starts to try and talk to the other parents yeah, i have no semblance of the timeline of this movie yeah right like, i feel like they're like he's gonna get murdered next week and yeah then like like two hours of the movie happened like six more days yeah. <laughs> and then like the last like half an hour is like okay so in four hours he will be dead <laughs> but i do think it's a good movie on the whole i mean mm. yeah I, I it's not like my like favorite it. kind of movie it's not like my favorite you know i like yeah, bob roberts good more. bob roberts rules Speaking of Bob Roberts, I did find one quote that I didn't find before of mm-hmm. Bob Roberts, of Tim talking about Jack, um, which I'll just go ahead and oh. say right now. Terrific. Because um, he's reunited and it feels so good. He says, Jack really has a fervor in his eyes that I find so compelling and frightening, Robbins says. The psychopathic eyes of the truly devoted, which is him talking about his character in Bob his, Roberts. Yeah, his, and I uh, think absolutely correct. Alt-right. Yeah. But also Jack, I guess... Maybe it's just because it's Jack, but I was like, I don't want them bad to have in the Jack and in Bob Roberts. In Bob Roberts now, I mean, because you love him and mm-hmm. he's just a young he's, boy. He's a great little boy. 
Um, just a young, young boy. I found this article from the Irish Examiner. Cool. Uh, and the headline is, Jack Black terrified of Sean I saw that one too. <laughs> I have that. You want to go and read that quote? Yeah, I'll just, I'll just read this uh, Which, like, whole thing. Is Jack Black right about everything? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Funny man Jack Black will think twice before he signs up to appear alongside intense Sean Penn again because the Oscar winner terrified him on set of Dead Man Walking. Um, Dead man walking. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and he, uh, he said he was just very reckless and intimidating. I was a little scared of him. You didn't know what he was going to do next. Mm-hmm. He would burst into spontaneous psychobabble poetry, and the whole room would go silent and feel uncomfortable, and no one would know what to say next. Don't um, you love actors? They're really cool. <laughs> and then he's and then Jack said, but when he was on camera, it was like, holy crap, this guy's on another planet. He's on planet fucking great super acting. I love the way that Jack Black talks. I love the way his mind works. It's like a song every time. Mm-hmm. It's like a song. Jack um, Black is a poem. Jack Black is a poem. Uh, so all of these things happen. Matthew Ponslet's like, Aah. at some point he's like, I shouldn't have said those things about Hitler. And I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't have. Yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. Um, and, but I mean, I do think Susan Sarandon's very good in this movie. She doesn't say that much. It's a lot of like her kind of like listening, you know? Yeah. Um, and then like being very emotional. And one thing that I will say is like, I feel like a lot of movies would make them like fall in love or something or whatever. Yeah. Like, but she is just trying to, it's about like spirituality. It's, it's yeah, her trying to be like the face of love. Loving everybody regardless of what they've done or what they believe. Yeah. Which like. I guess in 95 was like very, wow. very cool. But nowadays <laughs> we're like, no, throw a rock at a Nazi. No, everything's angry and bad and, and we should do be doing violence mm-hmm. onto people like Matthew Ponsolet. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we get to Jack's scene? I think we have to. Okay. And you're going to hear my, like, it's good. Okay. So this is the last day, you know, Matthew Ponsolet's going to be alive probably. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole family and it's them just talking in a room. And this, see, these scenes I really liked. Every time that, um, oh, wait. Okay, I'll get to it after. Every time that the movie feels like it could have been a play, yep. I like it more. Which is like, sure. you know, like room, like scenes like this where it's like these like five, six people in a room talking. I love that shit. Yeah, this was my favorite scene in the movie. And I don't know if it's because Jack is in it, but um, I don't think it is. I think it's just like the I best think it's scene the best there. scene. Yeah. And I think there was a state, like, I think Tim Robbins did do a staging like of this with the theater, with the actors gang or something probably. Um, So this is this scene and here we go. And Jack is choking it up and I love it. All right. She was only on the phone a few minutes and there she was. Falling for the old Matt Charm. Falling for the old Matt Charm. I'm obsessed with that. I had to take back that phone trying to steal my gal. He's going for Dog. it. She sounds like a great little gal. Yeah. She ain't so little, though. <laughs> she used to care, Craig. Didn't do nothing stupid. Mm-hmm. A little bit like, um, come on, what was that girlfriend you had in high school? I had lots of girls in high school. No, it's, no the one with yeah. a funny name. A funny name. name. Maddie. Maldi? 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 Yeah. That's very Jack. Magical. 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 Magical family. Oh, she was hot. She was hot. That's my ow ow moment of the <laughs> horny moment of the week. Uh, she was hot. She was a nasty little thing. Matthew, 
Jack is loving it. And yeah, like, that's basically his big scene of talking. And then they take Mr. Matthew Ponslet away. Oh, well, they, they still talk. They're, they're talking about like camping or whatever. Yeah, they do have like a nice, just normal conversation. Yeah. And then Jack Black does another cool line reading when they're taking, um, taking Sean away. Hi. No goodbyes. This is that. staged really nice, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Can't you hug him? They won't let that mom hug him. Wait for it. Don't cry, mama. I don't want to see no crying. I don't want to see him goodbye now. See, I do think this is good acting from Sean Penn. Call you night. See you, man. Stay strong. See you, man. Stay strong. And that's the last. Well, we see Jack Black at the end um, at, spoiler alert, Matthew Ponsolet's funeral. Yeah. And, and he, he does literally out. pour one out for him. Yeah. And listen, Jack is cute in this movie. This is yeah. long-haired Jack. This is this is X-Files, like, cutie mm, Jack this in this cute, one. like, fresh-faced. Yeah. Just so young. Looking, looking at him in this movie and then looking at... Um, our guest Jack, our little <laughs> our little guy. Yeah, just like and he's can, smiling. Yeah, he's a cute guy. <laughs> he's and you cute. can see you can see how he's aged and and how cute how cute he was and how cute and he still how is. cute he still is. Cuteness really stands the test of time. It's true. Um, there's a shot in this movie that made me laugh so fucking much. I don't know if you caught it, but there's a scene between Helen and. Um, and Earl Delacroix, the dad. Mm-hmm. And it's a really nice scene. And I'm like watching it. It's like him talking about, you know, um, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. It's him talking about his son and whatever. And it's a really nice scene that like it starts pulling back. And I was like, oh, what an interesting choice for the camera to like pull back through this house rather than like push in and zoom in on their faces. And I was literally just pondering like what a nice um what a nice shot it was. And then I'm going to show you and I'm just going to get your reaction. <clears throat> you lose a child. So I'm like, wow, this is All a nice scene. memories get to see you in a place. And it's pulling back very slowly. And there's see a window mm-hmm. between the two of them. Like a very serious scene. A shrine. And then a fucking crew member walks in the back of the window and then runs out. Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. Okay. Literally, and it's and I was like, is this true? And it's like it's a crew member clearly walks this. onto the back of the set and then realizes he's in the shot and runs away. Like that's the only feasible thing. And I did look it up. It is like a goof on IMDb. And I was like, how what oversight? Like a, a shrine. Do you see? Because <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a guy in like a green shirt and overalls, and he just like walks on casually, and then was like, "Oh shit!" and runs back. Out. <laughs> and like, yeah, I cut. I saw it the first time because I was like really paying attention to like this pretty shot, and then yeah. I see this fucking guy walk on. So I don't know what's going on there, Tim Robbins. Get some get some better footage on here. <laughs> Try yeah. it again. Roll it again. Roll the tape. I'm guessing that like acting wise, that was the best take. Probably. I, I just saw it like even it kind of blends a little bit with like the trees in the background, the green, but there's mm. no mistaking this guy bolting out of the shot. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Makes me laugh a lot. Um, do you have any other like weird 
takes from this movie? Um, no, not really. I just mm. like I was mostly bored by this movie. Um, that's what I'm saying. The pacing is like weird. Yeah, the I think that the most the, to me the funniest thing was that I was watching uh, it for free on the um, on an app called like Polo or something. Sure. And they just like did not care about where the commercial breaks went. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to try to see if I, if I have it. So this is an example of this. Okay. Come on, sister. Let me get you a tray of food. I'm going to send you all home. Got to get back to that. I'm sorry, sister. This warden's over. Get Dad a great gift. <laughs> <laughs> get Dad a great gift. <laughs> And that's that, hilarious that happened so many times that it, it made me laugh out loud each time because it was always like he was like i swear i didn't kill a raper oh. buy a new toyota <laughs> <laughs> there's absolutely not a shred not a drop of humor in this movie <laughs> at all which i mean like uh hey i i am a champion for jack being in more serious roles yes. i fucking love that so it is funny that he mm. is in this movie that is like so just wrung out with you there's nothing yep. there's absolutely nothing yep um and yet he still made me smile <laughs> jack still made me smile with his smile. what what was what does he, he say if jack always makes you smile tweeted us just tweeted a, a picture of your best jack's black smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean when he said the uh the beautiful line she was only on the phone a few minutes and there he, and there <laughs> he was falling for the old matt charm <laughs> i loved it um my, I think I, I have one take, which is I thought it was insane that he's they're eating his last meal and he goes, eh, shrimp is pretty good. I'm like, you chose something you've never fucking eaten as your last meal. He chose shrimp as his last meal. He was like, I, I kind of like shrimp. shrimp today. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, that last scene where he's like shaking and about to be fucking killed and he's like saying mm-hmm. shit to, um, to the parents of these victims. Uh, yeah, mm. sad, bad. Yeah. Uh, death penalty, absolutely bad. Yep. Um, yep. But with that in mind, who do you most want to kill in this movie? <laughs> Just, um, maybe Matthew Poslin. <laughs> Probably Matthew Poslin. If yeah, if, I, if someone was like, you have the death penalty, you could kill anybody mm. in this movie, I'd be like, yeah, him. Who would you most want to kill? <laughs> that isn't a murderer? In, in um, okay, in... Uh, Oh, well, this could be a fun way to get into our segment, our new, our little segment. Uh-huh. So this is the year 1995. He's in a few things, but there's a lot of great movies in 1995. So I was thinking, what movies do I wish that Jack Black was in instead of this movie in 1995? So maybe we could start with who would you most want to murder? And with the death penalty, they get jailed and then so you don't have to kill them. Um, so then Jack can be in the movie that they're in. Sure. Uh, easy, easy, easy choice here. And it's Mel Gibson. In uh, Braveheart. I, I would, yeah. <laughs> Jack and Braveheart. Wow. Jack as, uh, yeah, the main character of Braveheart. Uh, if I could send Mel Gibson to death uh, mm-hmm. and then have... Uh, Jack know, just take Jack over. Jack the... Uh, uh, they can take our lives. Oh, they never take our freedom. <laughs> That's good. Um, I have a whole list here. I think that the first movie on my list, see, he's not replacing anyone in this. I thought about mm-hmm. it for a second, but then I was like, no, here I am. What can I say? I'm a writer. I can't stop writing. You sure, know, I, get that. I, I get think that. that 1995 is a goofy movie is a near flawless 
film. And mm. yet I'm like, if Jack Black did a voice on Goofy Movie where he is Bobby Zamurski's or Zamurski's. Can, can, I, can I pitch yeah. um, a, a role for Jack in a, a Goofy Movie? Yeah. Um, uh, what is it? Powerline? He, well, that's the thing. It's like, do you go with the music angle? I think I do. I think here I do, yeah. See, I mean, I get Hearing that. Hearing him sing those songs would be really great. That would be good. But I also think like he's got, you know, because Polly Shore plays the best character in the Goofy Movie Terrific. franchise, yeah. Bobby. And I'm like, but what if he had a twin brother? And it's like, Tommy. And it's Jack Black. And he's, because he's got the fun stuff and it's the double the fun, you know? Yeah. He's talking about cheese, you know? He's going, he's, he's being a little loco. I think I could see yeah. that. I, I would also, I would love to see Jack as um, a toy in Toy, in toy Story. Story. Mm -hmm. yeah. See, I think like he's unfortunately not at like the point of fame where he can be doing voice work, you know, True. at this point, which is sad to me because I think that would be good. Um, I was going through my 1995 flicks and I truly, here's the thing. I can't believe mm -hmm. that he is not in one of the best movies of 1995, Hackers. He would be good in Hackers. And you know what? His yeah. name would be Zero again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he would play a character named Zero. And he's fucking wearing fingerless gloves. And he's wearing crazy stuff. Like, he should have been in Hackers. should have been in Hackers. I'm also looking at a movie that I watched in my computer class in, mm -hmm. in high school called Angus. Angus? I don't know what the fuck that movie oh, is. It is so good. Um, what is that movie? What would he be in Angus? Uh, well, Angus is just about like a chubby kid in uh, in high school. Um, oh, <laughs> so at this at this time in his life, like he him playing, I guess he was probably too thin to play Angus uh, mm. at this point in his life. But um, he's just God. He is. Uh, he would be a perfect fit. Uh, and again, I watched this in a computer class in high school. Love that. <laughs> um, speaking of high school, I tried to find con concrete evidence of this. There's none available, but I can't. Imagine a world in which Jack Black does not audition for Brecken Mayer's role in Clueless. Mm, I've never seen Clueless. You've never seen Clueless? I've never seen Clueless. Okay, well, like, okay. <laughs> um, this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy because, no, look, just like, first of all, look at, look at Brecken Mayer in Clueless and tell me that this is not exactly 1995 Jack Black. Got the long hair. He's yeah. like a skater guy. He's wearing the flannel. He's goofy. Yeah, he would have been perfect. Too, right? You know who also auditioned for this role though? That was there was concrete evidence of mm. Seth Green. Oh, which we he love. Been good, Airborne um, co-star. But yeah, um, there, there's there, he he absolutely belonged in Clueless. Imagine him instead of Jim Carrey being the Riddler in Batman Forever. Now that is some shit that I can get on mm -hmm. board with. And Edward then they still come Ligma. back together in the cable guy mm -hmm. and it's like a reunion or no, not a reunion. Cause then Jim Carrey wasn't in that movie. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Carrey, find something else. Um, I think that it would have been a nice fun little almost high fidelity prequel had he been in empire records. He also just has the vibe of someone in empire records. Yeah. I mean, he's perfect in high fidelity and it's because of that vibe that he has. Exactly. Feels like he should have been in the remake of Escape, Escape to Witch Mountain with The Rock. Oh my God! And the the team comes back again. The team, the double, the the Rock and the Black. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think a movie that I unfortunately love. <laughs> uh, he should have been in, and that is uh, Mallrats. Oh, Mallrats <laughs> I do love. Good. He would play Willem Black 
mm-hmm. the character's name, uh, which is played by Ethan Supley. I don't know how to say his last name. He's been in a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. And he's the guy who, like, in Mallrats is looking at the dot thing that's supposed to be, yeah. like, a ship. And he's like, oh, I can't see I it. And he's Ethan. just... it's That's a very Jack Black role. I, that's mm-hmm. the thing. I wish... God, if, if anyone knows... A, a, an online website that they can link me that's just like which actors auditioned for which roles in mm, these years I, I'm dying tool. to know. That'd be an amazing tool. Right? Um, What's your number one pick for 95? Do you I, have one? No, my number one pick for 95 would have been Braveheart. To put him in Brave... And, yeah. and can you give us a little bit more of what that would be like? Yeah, sure. Just uh, let me pull up the script real quick. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have do we have any backing music? What's like should I just look up Braveheart music? Uh, I want to give you some some theme. Unique Braveheart song. Braveheart song. All right, here's some Do you are you ready? Yep. Do you need me to direct? Okay, go. Sons of Scotland. <laughs> I am William Wallace. <laughs> yes, I've heard. Kills men's by the hundreds, and if he were here, he consumed the English with fireballs from his eyes, bolts of lightning from his ass. <laughs> I am William Wallace, and I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You have come to fight as free men, and free men you are. Hello! <laughs> what would you do without freedom? Will you fight? I fight, and you may die. Run and you'll live for at least a while. <laughs> I don't know what voice I'm doing. At least a while. <laughs> and dying in your beds many years from now. Ooh, that sweet, sweet sleep. That's an improv for me. No, I like um, it. Would you be willing to trade all of this for from this day to that for one chance? Just one chance. <laughs> to come back here and tell our enemies that uh, they might take our lives, uh, but they will never take our freedom. But but boom. They will never take our freedom. But boom. <laughs> That was powerful. Thank you. That was powerful. I mean, if I could give any note, it would be, you know, maybe not yelling the whole time. No. You know, maybe you <laughs> make it a little musical. You make it a you go up, you yeah, go down, you go up, you go down. You're right, you're right. Um, but I thought that was beautiful and it Cold is inspiring. Read. Cold read, yeah. And um, my pick for my what I really wish I could have seen Jack Black in is 1995's Before Sunrise, which would have been a mm. first link later for yes. him. And, uh, I mean, <laughs> what, you want me to do it? I fine, think I'll do it. you've got to do... Uh, I think I'll do it. It's fine. And, I mean... <clears throat> he's taking over Ethan Hawke. Yeah, he's taking over for Ethan Hawke. They also have similar both long hair and, like, fun, chill <laughs> guy energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that it would be best if Jack Black were doing... His Louisiana accent. Okay. In before sunrise, so that's my that's my take, and we're sure. gonna we're gonna try it out. You know, here's some music. All right. Okay, well, this was my thought. Fifty thousand years ago, there are not even a million people on the planet. Ten years ago, there's like two million people on the planet. Now there's between five and six billion people on the planet, right? Now, well, if we all have our own, like, uh, individual, unique soul, right, w- where do they all come from? You know, are, are modern souls only a fraction of the original souls? Because if they are, then that that represents a 5,000 to 1 split of each soul. Thanks. <laughs> Wait. Okay, sorry. 
Because if they are, that represents a 5,000 to 1 split of each soul in the last 50,000 years, which is uh, like a, a blip in the Earth's time. You know, so at least, at best, there's like these tiny fractions of people, you know, walking. Dead man walking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that why we're so scattered, you know? Is that why we're all so specialized? And then Celine would be like, I don't know. Wait a minute. I'm not sure. I don't. Yeah, hang on, hang on. It's a, it's a totally scattered thought, it, uh, which is kind of why it makes sense. And that's my, that's yeah, my take. That was perfect. Thank you. I mean, I think it's charming. I think it's yeah. good, maybe. I think we could have seen that happen. We would have started like understanding Jack Black as like more of a romantic lead earlier. And I, yeah. I always want that because he is a cutie in 95. He is. Yeah. It's weird. He does sort of, I think the world sort of stops seeing him as a cutie. Yeah. Um, and then he starts getting the romantic roles, but I guess that that's maybe is to his benefit because sort of a classic American trope is a doofy fat guy mm. gets the hot woman. Yes, which we'll explore in Shallow Hal. Mm -hmm. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, great, great stuff. Problematic fave. I'm so excited to just watch all of these movies, and I'm glad that we finished watching Dead Man Walking. Yes. <laughs> um, so we all we both gave our, our, our horny moments of the week. Mine was when he said that that was hot. Yours mm -hmm. was when he's just looking Showing hot by the, the car. car. Not speaking. I did. He does have like a like a interesting position in which he's holding a screwdriver, which I'm like. Also, do you fix cars with a screwdriver? I don't know. <laughs> Jack does. Jack does, and he's not jacking up that car. He's, he's making it right. Yep. Uh, all right. Do we have anything else on Dead Man Walking? Oh, we have to review. Yeah. What's your review of Dead Man Walking? Yeah. So as always, we review uh, by sort of doing a Jack Black scat, as you heard in the Braveheart monologue. Yeah. Um, and a classic example of a Jack Black scat. Yeah. And uh, for me, I'm honestly going to give this movie like a red dupe. Okay. Yeah. You hated it. Yeah. I really did. You're mad like that it. you had to watch it for this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I was like going, I never go into a movie being like, I can't wait to watch this. This is going to be so bad. Or like, mm, I never want, yeah. I never want to not like a movie, but I just like, I think that if I saw this in 95, it would have been different. But yeah. the world, the way it is now, I watched it thinking, um, I don't care. I don't care if this person <laughs> dies or not. So, but even if he's talking like this and being like, oh, crazy. Uh, if, if I'm gonna have to give myself myself a review on this damn movie right here, then and this, uh, this you got a mumble scat. And this this damn this damn movie, uh, like Dead Man Walking, I'm gonna have to give it a. Uh, you know, I didn't quite love the movie i didn't quite hate the movie yeah. i'm kind of a little bit in the middle on that then and that i don't i do not like that sean penn man but i do think he does some good acting much like casey affleck in uh, manchester by the sea just bad problematic opinion on myself <laughs> and here my my hair uh sketch gotta have to be like it's gonna it's gonna be a sad scat because it's a sad yeah, movie it's gonna do day and that's my review Great. of Dead Man Walking. And to close things out, we got a little. You got a little clip. We're we're gonna go into um, our clip moments. I I don't have a clip. I just okay. have a, a news a news bulletin from this week. You have um, a news bulletin. Give it yeah. to me. So this um I this is from the 
the AV Club. Uh, oh my God, breaking. my former employer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, AV Club, feature us on Podmas? I don't know. Uh, please. <laughs> if not, it has, maybe it already has. Maybe it know. already has, yeah. Um, if so, thank you. Do Guys, it again. you're too much. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, this is big for me, but mm. uh, this week. and it's maybe something to do with wrestling, to, isn't it? No, it's not. Oh, okay, because you said it's going to be big for me, and <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, uh, according to AV Club, maybe I guess it's for the first time, Jack Black met jack white yes this okay so if you're also a fan of classroom crush which um of course you are um i discovered this because i was talking to my high school crush Mm -hmm. this week on the podcast and they were like a legendary episode a legendary episode everybody loves it and they were like check the raconteur's instagram right now (laughs) and yeah they met in heathrow airport and it's a beautiful moment yeah. Well, okay. So, uh, as consequence of sound notes, another one of your former employees. Yeah. Let's not talk about uh, it. <laughs> this isn't the first time these two men with sort of similar names have moved in each other's orbit, uh, up to the point of Jack Black introduced the white stripes, uh, in the mid 2000s, but there's no photographic proof of Wow. That. Um, so, um, uh, to me, Jack White is sort of the white stripes were the first band that really felt to me like it was, uh, mine you, for you yeah yeah, yeah yeah um like up until that point which like, many you know how old are you uh, uh again tw- 20 28 28 this, comes out, yeah. uh as many 28 year old white men thought you know at a certain point mm-hmm. <laughs> oh lives. for sure well to me it was hey just i like, also like the jack the jacks to me i was like I, I was like trying to like see what my friends liked and mm. they were like okay well we like classic rock and mm. i was like okay well i like i guess i'll start liking classic rock and then cool. they started and i sort of gravitated towards metal but then i found like the white stripes and i was like this isn't like this is like a weird this isn't yeah, this isn't classic rock, and this, this isn't is a metal. little kooky. Like, uh, and it wasn't like anything like all my friends are talking about. But I was like, this is what I really like. So and this was it, a big moment for you. Yes, it really. I mean, uh, unfortunately, you know, I don't really like Jack White all that much anymore. Um, Why specifically? I just think his music has gotten worse. I, I like Blunderbuss. There's some I good like tracks Blund- on yeah, that. Yeah, I like. I even liked some tracks on Lazaretto. Mm. Um, I'm just like not interested in really what he's doing anymore. He yeah. sort of has um, a Gen X sort of vibe to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, unlike Jack Black, unlike who Jack, is always who, relevant. I mean, and Jack like has a YouTube channel. Fresh. Jack Black has a YouTube channel. Jack White yes. uh, tells makes people turn off their phones at concerts, which is Shut whatever. Up. Yeah. Who cares? But this was still fun and exciting. Yeah. And I still love it. And it still means a lot to me. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe one day Jack will start making music that I can uh, really relate to again. Yeah. Maybe once you're older, who knows? Yeah. Speaking of Jack Black having a uh, YouTube channel, Jablinski Games, my little fun Jack clip of the day uh, is coming from his like third or fourth Jablinski games uh, video, which I really truly enjoy. Um, And since this was a sad movie, I thought I'd give you a little bit of like a moment that I found funny, but also poignantly sad. Um, Cause he seems to be always embarrassing his, uh, you know, preteen son, Sammy, right. who I do fucking stand. We stand Sammy. We got to stand Sammy. Sammy, do the podcast. Yeah, Sammy, please come on the pod. This is a moment in which Jack is showing that there's a poster from Kung Fu Panda that says, take time to be a dad today when he's out with his son, um, at like an arcade. And <laughs> and this just, I mean, I think it, it, it's a very vulnerable, funny mm. moment where he's with his son and he goes. That's my boy. He won't let me touch his shoulder. Rock and roller. <laughs> Rock and roller. 
That's Jablinski Games. We'll catch you on a flip flop. So basically, he touches his son's shoulder and he pushes yeah. him off. Yeah. <laughs> Rock a roller. Sammy, do podcast. Sammy, be nice to your dad. Be nice to your dad. He's having fun. But that has been a common theme on this on Jablinski Games so far mm-hmm. in my watching is, Dad, why are you recording that? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got to do a vlog every Friday and we respect mm-hmm. that. Um, I had an idea for closing this out, though. Terrific. Um, I just was looking up Jack Black Sad and Jack Black, you know, sad song. Yeah. And there is a Tenacious D song, which I mean, we're not going to get into too much because we're going to give that another time. But yeah. I felt that this was a uh, a relevant, nice little song that we could go out on. And it is Tenacious D, Dude, I Totally Miss You. Great. Um, and as always, uh, you know, rate, 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 review, describe, uh, describe, <laughs> rate, review, describe, <laughs> describe the podcast, the podcast in your review. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, whoever does time. the best description of this podcast gets a readout. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's our sad song. Dude, I totally miss you. I really fucking miss you. I'm all alone all the time. All the time, dude, I totally miss you The things we did together Where have you gone? Totally miss the honesty In special times and honestly